to another episode of The Big Question presented by Friends of Film, a podcast taking an in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss which DCEU movie we are most excited for. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man excited for at least one DC movie, Josh Straley. Well, there's like a 50 bajillion of them out there right now. So That's what you're excited for? Well, no, no, wait. There's like 50 million like potential DC movies out there, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited for one of them at least one yes so it was just one i guess we'll find out yes exactly or maybe it's two Ooh. or maybe it's three we'll never know maybe it's ten maybe it's seven seven interesting but hey don't forget you can get all of our latest updates on facebook and twitter at friends and film and be sure to check out the rest of our shows on itunes stitcher and soundcloud and if you can please leave us a review on itunes with some comments it really helps Absolutely. And as we mentioned at the intro, this week we're going into the DC universe, whatever you want to call it, the DCEU, the DC film universe, the DC movie universe, the DC universe, the DC cinematic universe. I don't even know. Whatever it is. Right. The DCEU is not the official title of it, but until they give us one, that's what people are going to keep calling it. So leads to the big question, what is our most anticipated DCEU movie? And the reason we're going to do this now is it's been a bunch of kind of smaller news, kind of updates on other movies um, that have been coming out the last couple of weeks here. And I think when you were talking about this, I think there's about eight movies that are like the the for sure's I would consider that are going to happen. Yeah. Aquaman coming out at the end of this year. Shazam comes out next year. One of them two is next year. And then you have Flashpoint, The Batman, Suicide Squad 2, uh, Green Lantern, but also probably another Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn spinoff. I feel like those are the eight. Yeah, those are going to happen, um, barring something catastrophic happening and people just stop going DC movies altogether or something. I think those movies will happen in some forms. But uh, the rap said this week that WB wants to, quote, develop the core members of the Justice League, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, and possibly Green Lantern before spinning off secondary characters like Nightwing, Deathstroke, Lobo, and Batgirl, end quote. Uh, we also got our first look at Shazam's costume this week. Last week, there were Aquaman test screenings that were like thumbs up, positive, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. We've gotten more Wonder Woman 2 uh, news recently. We talked about the Cheetah casting as Kristen Wiig in the main show this week. Um, Daily and Goldstein are officially directing The Flash. There's reports about WB potentially being restless over the Batman's development, how long Reeves has taken to kind of get this movie going, how it's still not actually going anywhere yet, really. So, with all of that, is there one movie overall, these other projects, that you're really excited for? And if so, which one is it? Yes. There is one. Or do you want to touch on that news? I laid a lot of stuff out there. But that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, I think the Aquaman test screenings are exciting. Can we talk about them? What, like, yeah. what we've heard? Yeah. And it's it's not a lot. And granted, I didn't do any diggings because I didn't really want to stumble on too much. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like we have a really heartfelt story in here. Mm-hmm. And... With a lot of action. A lot. I mean, you you got to have that or mm-hmm. else I mean, you're wasting your talent there. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like James Wong has something incredible here. I mean, like, I the guy has done horror films, and this is his first 
I mean, I guess more mainstream narrative story. Um, I mean, he did Fast Seven, Furious Seven. I always forget that. Pretty big movie. Yeah, that's one actually of the, the top ten highest-grossing movies of all time. I think. Oh my goodness, he's gonna crush it then. Yeah, but anyway, that if he's bringing some kind of a level of emotion, which has been absent from every DC movie except for Wonder Woman, um, that's I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think the Aquaman test screenings uh, are hopefully a good sign. I mean, test screenings, you don't know right, it's not a how trustworthy they are because we're still like nine months, ten months away from this movie hitting theaters. They're still got to do reshoots on it. Regardless of if the movie's incredible now, there's going to be a thing or two they're going to want to rework, mm-hmm. perfect, whatever it may be, uh, even a new line of dialogue or something that they'll want to add in instead so this movie is still going to change i mean the movie that they saw did not finish vfx so it's not like you can judge oh this movie has terrible vfx like the we have yeah. steppenwolf all over again because of course it does there's there's like no vfx right now so uh we, you can't critique that kind of stuff at this point it's more just like general story characters um is what they're looking for at this stage and testing it so uh, I think I think it's it's obviously a good sign. I mean, if it was Aquaman sucks, it's like oh crap, here we go again. Right. But on that on the flip side, test screens for Suicide Squad, BVS, Justice League were all high. That's true. So test screenings are typically they pull in specific types of people. So they could just be pulling in huge Aquaman fans mm-hmm. who are gonna love it regardless <laughs> because it's Aquaman on the big screen. Right. But I hope that's not the case. I hope it's like actual people who are just like, you know, regular fans or aren't fans at all. And then they go see them like, oh, that was really good because that gives us some confidence. Yeah, I guess that is really true, too. I mean, like if they brought in Aquaman fan club, you know, to Mm -hmm. watch the film, like, so are you glad this is an Aquaman movie? And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, absolutely. 10 out of 10. Obviously, that dent the perception of someone made a good Aquaman movie Mm -hmm. to like, you know, the average moviegoer. But still very promising because Jason Momoa uh he's never never really got to see him act a whole lot and if he's got emotional gravitas in this film that's going to be uh something stellar to see because mm-hmm. we saw hints of it in Justice League but nothing really um impactful yeah and if that's true for this movie then that's going to set it apart instantly so Aquaman is the movie you're most excited for no it's not oh, okay. not not even the slightest that's gotcha. like probably number 5 okay i think that's i think it would be a little higher than five for me, but it's not the one I'm most, anticip- my, I'm most anticipated. Okay. Um, just because we still don't know that much about it. We still haven't, see- we haven't seen anything officially. Uh, Trailer-wise, we've seen a couple images, but just it's Jason Momoa with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a standard Jason Momoa picture. Uh, nothing surprising there. So it's still just a matter of let me see something before I get too excited uh, or disinterested, potentially, <laughs> which I don't... I think I'm always going to be interested in Aquaman just because... He was an interesting character in Justice League, and I think he, he was underutilized, and he's just like a super bro in the movie. He wasn't like an actual character. Right. Uh, which I don't, I think, I think James Wan is going to really do something fun with Atlantis, whereas Justice League made it not as appealing as it mm-hmm. should be. Uh, I think he's going to be able to flesh that world out, make it visually very unique and cool, but also get rid of the air bubble talking and, <sighs> you know, yes. do things that you, you should actually be doing with Aquaman, have him 
fight underwater, have him communicate underwater, have him live underwater because that's who he is. But also, you know, you have um, Patrick Wilson as Ocean oh, Master. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see more of Amber Heard as Mira. There's also uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II mm-hmm. as Black Hamanta, um, who I think is a pretty talented guy. So I'm excited to see what he would do in this role. Uh, and it seems like they're just, they're ready to flesh out Atlantis and the Aquaman lore. And there's rumors of him getting his actual traditional costume or some version of that. Sweet. Um, so I think there's a lot of promise for Aquaman, but I agree with you. It is not the one I'm most anticipating. I hope he talks to fish too. Maybe. He's got to talk to fish. I mean, there, there's, there's precedence for that happening. Whether it's, I don't know if he's going to talk or if it's just more of like a nonverbal like telepathic communication fi- link. Yeah, the fish winks at him. Whoa, right, because I don't think great. you're going to be like, see Jason Moe underwater on, in green screen, and he's going to be like, hey, bluegill, yeah, and then can you go do this? And then the fish can go, yeah, Jason Moe, I'll go do this. And you're like, Whoa, wait, right. they actually talk back to him yeah. like in English? Was that Chris Was that Chris Rock? What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I guess if we go down... The release calendar, then, mm-hmm. if it's not Aquaman, next up is Shazam. I'm excited, but it's not the movie. Okay. Zachary Levi, um, that first look, and not first look, that behind-the-scenes set <laughs> photo that somebody snapped on their iPhone, yeah. uh, says something about the movie's style, mm-hmm. and it's going to be friendly. Uh, the The outfit looks like something, it kind of looks like, the gear that's being worn and the tick on Amazon. Yeah. Approachable. And like, I want to hug Zachary Levi. I don't know why. Like a, like a Santa with a cape. It also looks like what a kid would think a superhero looks like, which is exactly what Shazam is. That is the best explanation for that. So that's why for me, I think this costume's excellent. I think it, even without seeing the front of it, I mean, I've seen descriptions of it like, oh, it's got mm-hmm. the big lightning bolt, but it glows and the, and the gauntlets glow and it looks cool in action. Great. I, I'm still waiting to see the official image before I give a full like yes or no on the costume. But from what I've seen so far, it looks good because it, it's kind of campy. It's kind of silly. Yeah. And Shazam is kind of a silly character. Like he's a teenage boy that gets powers. And when he says Shazam, <laughs> then he becomes like a six foot five hunk who has superpowers. Like mm-hmm. that's just, that's not your average superhero. Right. And the fact that he, when he says Shazam and like what he looks like is what Billy Batson thinks of. Like that's what he he looks like how he thinks yeah, he should look like. Right. So the costume being a little more like, I don't know, rubbery or mm-hmm. whatever. I think that's what, when you're a kid, you think of superhero, you think of that. You think yeah. of just kind of like the Incredibles or something. Like, I think that's why Shazam Sue looks that way. And then it also allows them to eventually have him upgrade his costume basically just by like, let's say in this movie, if the rumors are true, Superman's in this movie yeah. and they meet. And then Shazam meets Superman. He's already a big fan, but then he sees the costume up close. He's like, "Whoa, your costume's dope. Look at all that texture and that detail. Mm -hmm. And then he looks down at his, and it's just like this rubbery, like bland. It's like, oh, my costume kind of sucks in comparison. Yeah. And then, but then next time he says Shazam, it's the final suit. And it's, it's got all this texture and it's, Mm -hmm. it's super dope. And you're just like, oh, that's awesome. That's like the Shazam costume that I wanted. But we have to get there, and yeah. I think 
this should be an interesting way to get to that place eventually. Or even his original costume is the insp- is like inspired by Superman. He's like, he, you know, he pulls out and he like looks at he's like, oh, I'm Superman right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's his gear. And he's like, well, I gotta be a little bit different than Superman. So then right. like, zap, and then it's like you know, basically inverted colors yeah. and black and white instead of uh, red and blue. Yeah. So that's or red and it's red white and, red and versus white red and, and blue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's just so many. That's that was that's the best way to put it. Yeah. I, I mean, that comparison. I I think that's one of the reasons. Um, but I also loved like in the set photos. It looks like it's like almost a it's a it's set in Christmas time. There's yeah. Christmas trees in the mall. Yes. Which yes i think that i think that's super smart because then it could be a family movie it has that light holiday spirit to it Mm -hmm. um but also david sandberg he seems to have a really good handle on this character and the approach he wants whether that's because of how wb wanted it to be or whatever he wants this movie to be really funny and like I think it's gonna be like I mean he said he said before it's gonna be the most lighthearted superhero movie coming out of DC. He said that like you know it's it's funny but it's not quippy. Like I think he's found a nice balance in there somewhere where you're gonna have like Zachary Levi's compared it to big but with superhero with superpowers. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense to me. Like that seems like a natural comparison if they can pull that off mm-hmm. and if. Zachary Levi, which I think he can, can pull off that. I'm a bit. I'm a human. I'm a. I'm an adult playing a child. Yeah. Basically, like you think of like big or like thirteen going on thirty, where Jennifer Garner <laughs> yes. has to play a, thir- a thirteen year old in a, in a thirty person body. Like, right. You can have a lot of fun with those kind of out of body mm-hmm. experiences, and I think just because of that, I think the tone, the costume tells me it's getting David Sandberg. This is actually it. This is the one. This is I, I, it's gone back and forth between this and like Aquaman or Wonder Woman two or something. Okay, but this is the movie currently. I think we have we have enough info on it at this point. Yeah, and I know I feel like I know more about what this movie is going to be than any of the other movies. And it's it seems like it's more right up my alley. Like I think nothing against any of the other DC movies that have been out there so far. Like I, I enjoy man of steel. Mm-hmm. I find enjoyment in pieces at a BVS. And I love wonder woman suicide squad is not great. And justice league has its fair share of problems, but this one looks like it's, it's a just like how wonder woman was a breath of fresh air because it was, it had all that heart to it. Yeah. I think this one's going to be the same way, but instead of heart, it's, chuckles right <laughs> and i think that's what this universe needs this is what that's what i need at this point from the dc universe um and i think everything that they've done so far gives me the belief that they're actually gonna be able to pull it off in a really good way yeah like home alone i mean yeah. type of a deal like i think like that family movie comparison and then like yeah uh, yeah um totally am this i is, pulling you to this side at all you're, you're you're pulling me to the side but it's still it's still number two okay yeah so next up then is Wonder Woman 2, Ooh. the first sequel on this. And is this the one? This is the one. This is number one. Number two is number one. Uh, Wonder Woman 2 is number one. Yes. Um, since the first, I, I just I, I flat out loved the first film. Um, gave it five ticket stubs on the show during our review. And I mean, it, it was so separate it was so isolated from everything else that was happening around the DC. Mm-hmm. And even though Snyder and Warner, the old Warner brothers regime were giving notes on the, 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 the film in some ways, not entirely left up to Patty Jenkins. 
she still turned out the best film that they've ever had. Um, and still, uh, you know, when you watch that no man land scene, it's still the, the five times I think not three times I've seen the movie, sorry, getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> I still just like, you know, like I just get like, like overcome with emotions, mm-hmm. like at that point. And I'm like, I'm like, this is even like the movies for everyone, but right. st- I'm, I've had heroes mm-hmm. all the time, but I still see that moment. And I'm like, that just, just like a knife yeah. to the heart bleeding out moment for me. Like I just it was so I'm emotional. So like imagine what it does to anyone else. Um, so now that Patty Jenkins has basically total creative control now, she can do whatever she wants and she's going to get the budget priority CG, you know, from whoever and whatever. And uh, it, she's number one at mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. Wonder Woman 2 is going to be so great. Gal Gadot has only probably you know only gotten better as an actress. Um, there's the Kristen Wiig casting rumor mm-hmm. now, who I absolutely love and think is going to crush it as the villain. And then just the idea that they're still staying in the mythos mm-hmm. of Themyscira and Greek mythology and um, all sorts of other uh, archaeological and old worlds. Roman Empire-esque stuff is super cool. And I know we don't have a lot on it outside of that, and it's set in the Cold War mm-hmm. era, so possibly the United States and Russia racing for weapons and things like that. But I'm just really, really high on this. Can I tell you why Wonder Woman 2 is key, is staying off the number one slot for me? Okay, is it, where is it at for you then? Is it, number it would one, probably two, be three? number two. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but I... Th- think the reason that it can't get over it you just just yet is a i i'm still trying to figure out where i land on the Kristen week casting like i said in the mm-hmm. main episode yep but also the reports of chris pine coming back yeah i i really i don't i won't know how to feel about this movie until i know how that happens right because it could either be done in a really clever way which i would i would lean towards that being the case because of patty jenkins being involved and being the director of this and writing the project this time but i could also see it just being a case of chris prime was so good in that first movie we need to have him back let's have magic in play and magic brings him back from the dead Mm -hmm. and it's like but why and how does magic know and how and, does how yeah. do, how does it happen and also the other wild card if they bring him back from the dead let's say that in the 1980s when she pops back up in like bvs and stuff that's all that's 30 years later roughly mm-hmm. are we gonna see him die again are we gonna have to see her lose him again oh yeah it feels like that it would just, it would just be a repeat of that emotional punch that we got in that first movie right. or a very loose end where it's like, Oh no, the Steve Trevor came back, but then he died. He passed on at age 50, some disease and we don't see it. It's like, what that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I, that's the thing. I just, I need to know how Chris Pine will be involved to know where I land on this. So that's the biggest chink. I mean, like yeah. in the armor. I mean, so if, that was explained. You could like put if, it right back up top. If it, if it was explained in a way that I like, okay, then yes, yeah. Or at least I'm not saying coherent, if, right? I'm not saying if they if I had an explanation for it. Oh, number one, no matter what, yeah. But because it, it needs to it needs to make sense. Because if they if they just find a way to bring him back and kill him again, or 
do something dumb like, oh, it's his nephew. They just look alike, <laughs> and this is Steve Trevor Jr. Right. Or it's his cousin or whatever. Like, no, that does not work for me. <laughs> that just seems like we know we just want Chris Pine back because he was so good in that first movie, and it's going to be weird, and it, it'll feel like it undoes the emotional impact that the first one has that helps yeah. make it so great. That sacrifice, that loss, it's helped. It's made it's kind of defined Wonder Woman as she progressed after that movie. So then to backtrack on it, potentially it's just mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Yeah. And so that's what it's just like, I need to know that answer. Right. So like the best case scenario, it's for flashbacks only, but we really saw yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So, so that's your flashing back. Cause like, I know some of the other uh, soldiers that are on that initial journey that are on that mission with them in the first movie, they're coming back for this, oh, for really? this as well. Okay. So like, unless those guys are in flashbacks <laughs> or yeah. something like, or it's like a dream where like Wonder Woman dreams of Steve Trevor mm-hmm. now, like in the loss, I could see, I could get that. But like, yeah. that seems like a weird reason to have to bring Chris Pine back yeah. and pay him a ton of money to do so. Right. It's almost like, you know, when um, Logan would have the dreams about Gene uh, Gray, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I mean, those weren't like huge announcements when the films were out there. And this right. is, this is a major high octane rumor uh, mm-hmm. that he's returning. So yeah, I guess I can get with that, yeah. but I, I trust Patty Jenkins cognizant of what she did in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And knows yeah, that absolutely. like she can't, uh, I mean, she knows how, I mean, she's deft enough mm-hmm. to, um, you know, uh, bring pine back or bring him into the story in some kind of way. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I would still put. I still have my faith in Patty. Um, it's still the reason why I, I'm more on board for the wig casting than I am not on board for it. Yeah, it's because of Patty's direction. It's because of her vision. Same thing here, but there are still concerns for me at this point. Sure. So yeah, I couldn't give it the number one spot, but I would gladly give it the number two. And since we've already answered kind of the big question already of what's our most anticipated movie, mm-hmm. mine Shazam, yours Wonder Woman two. What would the top five be then? If I gave Shazam's my number one, Wonder Woman's my number two, Aquaman would probably be number three, I guess. Okay. So I still need two more spots. Where where do you? You at? haven't even said. Okay, well, Wonder Woman, Shazam. I just you totally sold me on that. By the way, I wasn't even gonna say that like yes. today. Yes. But the, um, Flashpoint. It's number three. Um, the, the flash film and mainly because it's got, it's rumored to have cyborg and still involved. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. And that's a big deal because those two as friends, uh, is going to be stellar. It points towards a more, a lighthearted teen centric film. And Ezra Miller is nothing but charismatic. And then you throw Ray Fisher on there as well. And now that he's not brooding and, mm-hmm you know, um, totally down about his situation. He's come to embrace it. If we see that cyborg, the teen Titan cyborg yeah. on screen, uh, my mind will be blown because he's the best. He, he is, he's, he's the DC's most fun character, but obviously Shazam could steal that, you know, depending mm-hmm. on how Billy Basson comes out there. Um, but then we've got Aquaman and then in there, I'm going to, I'm going to put the Batman movie at five. Yeah. At five I'm sucker for Batman. Nolan trilogy still stands out the best. But whatever Reese is cooking up, because it's hopefully taking so long, it means it's going to be something unique to the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think for me, it would be Shazam, Wonder Woman 2. 
It's tough between Aquaman and Flashpoint at three. I would mm-hmm. probably lean towards Aquaman since we at least know what that movie's going to be. Flash is still like, is it Flashpoint or is it not Flashpoint? Right. <laughs> is it this mega team-up movie or is it a solo movie? Like, I, I need to know those. I need to have those answers, those questions answered. Ooh, what if it's like, or if it's is an early Teen Titans origin film? That's why there's so many villains, and that's why Cyborg's going to show up, and they're like, we should get a new team together. Yeah, fist bump, end of the movie. I think what I would see happening more than it being like a mini team, Teen Titans movie would be that this movie is basically a buddy cop movie. Oh, yeah. But then by the end of it, Cyborg's like, you know, I, I like this team thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on my own, kind of. Right. And so I'm going to go fi- go found the Teen Titans, and then you can kind of – because. We don't know how long it's going to be till Batman comes, but you know if it's going to take a while, and they're like, well, "But we want to get Batgirl in there, or we want to get Nightwing, yeah. or whatever," we can then bring those people in that way. Mm-hmm. Question: Does the Teen Titans go to the movies? Can that does that count? No. Yes. Not a, it's no. not a DC <laughs> okay. movie, so unfortunately not. But if that's successful, DC live action Teen Titans movie. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that's. This isn't part of the big question, really, but just a general question. What do you think happens first, Justice League 2 or a Teen Titans movie? Teen Titans before Justice League 2. And actually, like it's it's called Teen Titans. It's not like Cyborg, but with a bunch of people in it. Yeah, it's Teen Titans or Titans. Titans probably will, probably, will be the yeah, one they take. Yeah, because Ray Fisher's not exactly a teenager. Yeah, right on. So I think that'll be what they do, but it's basically Teen Titans, but mm-hmm. they just call it Titans. Yeah, or, I'd probably agree. The only thing I, I don't. I mean, they they have that TV series they're making for their right. their streaming service. I don't know if that causes any complications in terms of that. They'd want to confuse it because it's also just called Titans. Mm-hmm. It's like here's Titans on our streaming service, but here's Titans on the big screen. Yeah, like, are these the same thing? <laughs> we don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, Titans is one that they haven't officially ever talked about doing. But all the threads and pieces have been like right there. You just kind of got to go grab them and squish them Mm -hmm. together. Like, oh, Teen Titans movies. Right. Because like if Chris McKay is doing Dungeons and Dragons next, as rumored to be doing, then Nightwing's not going to happen anytime soon with him. So then let's say Batman does get off the ground and starts filming next year, comes out in 2020. Then what are you going to wait till 2023 to introduce Nightwing? No. Right. You have a Titans movie, introduce him there, spin him off then with McKay's movie, bring in Batman or whatever in a solo, but that, that way you at least have Nightwing, Cyborg, Flash, uh, you know, Starfire, whoever else, Raven, like you can bring all these other people in here, Arsenal, whatever. Yeah. Um, you can bring all those people in that way and have a fun team, Beast Boy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that'd be the better way to go and i'm actually kind of surprised there hasn't been hasn't been more of a buzz about a titans movie i don't know if that's just because that tv show or whatever but it seems like that's one that would make a decent amount of money the the thing that hurts i mean again off the topic of the big question right but the biggest thing is fragmentation at the dc universe is their biggest problem Mm -hmm. i mean it made sense to do the arrowverse obscure character um, and then they incorporated Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and somebody else I'm missing. Uh, they, 
Did you mention Supergirl? Oh, yeah. Black Lightning. Black, Black Lightning now. Which too. isn't. They're still being coy if that's actually part of the Arrowverse or not. Yeah, I it feel is. like it is. But. You wouldn't put it on CW if it wasn't. Um, that's fair. But yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I would probably put Flashpoint at four. Um, still one. I'm still wondering who. Else, I mean, if they, if they, I'm guessing they'll fin- they'll finish casting in the next couple of months if they want to start filming in July, as reported. So by the time filming begins, if they cast, you know. Matthew McConaughey as Eobard Thawne. It's like, okay, you're not messing around. Or, mm-hmm. or, and Dr. Light is, I don't even know who. It's some other big name that I that I like. like all right, you have a great cast, talented directors, because Game Night is super funny. Um, now that they're officially on board, I'm excited for that. Could Jesse Plemons pop in there? I hope so. I mean, I fan cast him last week as Captain Cold. Yeah. Or even Heat Wave, if they... I already have Joel Edgerton locked oh. in for Captain Cold. Either way, it'd be it'd be a great uh, way. That would be a great. Do Captain Cold and Heatwave hang out? Yeah, they're like best buds. Oh yeah, that would be a great you know uh, one two punch. <laughs> it would. So I think I think that'd be. Uh, I mean, yeah. So I'll, I'll, basically, I'm saying if they cast really well in the next couple of months, I could see Flashpoint jumping ahead of Aquaman. But then again, if Aquaman gets that first trailer, which is rumored to come at the end of the month. And it blows me away, and it's Indiana Jones meets Star Wars underwater Ooh. with a ton of heart, and it's just like wow, the visuals look awesome. Like there's no no worry about CGI in here. Then that could be like easy number three, contend for number two, and it's just like a constant reshuffling. I don't know. I don't Especially know. Especially if he gets to like take on the Gungans. Wait, that's not what you meant by Star. Okay, never no. mind. My bad. No, sorry, no. Jar Jar Binks needs to stay far away from here. Me so no want Jar Jar Beings. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay, I gotcha. Um, so, yeah, then I don't, but I just don't know where I'd go with number five, I guess. You could just basically, it sounds like you can throw anything in there because the information we have other than Gavin O'Connor on Suicide Squad 2 is as good as Matt Reeves and Batman. So, right. it's just kind of like, who do you like better at that point? Who? Between Matt Reeves and Gavin O'Connor? Right. Well, I mean, also, you get to lump in the Suicide Squad. Uh, cast as well, so you can tag. I mean, you get to add Margot Robbie and Jared Leto as well if they show up. Oh, Jared Leto, negative. Oh, I mean, you know, you don't like his Joker. That's fair. I think no, I actually think I think it's an okay Joker. It's just a little annoying. Um, but Will Smith is probably in this as well. I would assume. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Suicide Squad two at this point. Surprisingly, um, I don't think the Harley Quinn movie with David Ayer is a good fit again. So that's not in my vision at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Maybe if birds of prey had a director, I could see that being the number five. And then the whole Affleck will he, or won't he with Batman is still like, I don't know what's happening there. So it's hard to say whether or not I'm excited for that or if it's Jake Gyllenhaal, or if it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Like, there's just there's so many questions about many of these projects. I mean, really, if they announce tomorrow that uh, John Krasinski and Gap and uh, uh, Trevante Rhodes are headlining Green Lantern and Duncan Jones is directing it, that'd easily be number five. Why have we not ever said John Krasinski is the next Batman? Uh, uh, that's not going to happen. 
But we should at least say it, though, right? John Krasinski could do whatever he wants. That beard, man. He's great. Unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people would buy that. I would buy it really hard. I'm still all for him. Totally other universe. Mr. Fantastic. Rich, uh, Rich, that would be great, too. Reed Richards. Yes. He's, he's my number one choice for that. I mean, unless they go older and they do the Tom Hanks thing, which would be awesome, but that's... Oh, that'd be killer, too. That's just... You're killing your longevity at that point if you're Marvel, which I don't see them doing. It's Tom Hanks, though. But still, you know... I understand. My my, 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 my pitch has always been... Or not has always been. last couple of months has been John Krasinski uh, and Emily Blunt headlining Fantastic Four with Zac Efron being Human Torch. And then you either get Joel Edgerton as the thing... Or if it's just mainly all voice, then you get Milo Ventimiglia uh, from Heroes slash This Is Us because he's got a great voice. Way better. Yeah. Um, but I also, Joel Edgerton as the thing is just like, it's he has like that, like that, I don't know. He, he has, he has, he has such that, a thick neck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he, has that, he has that look about him. Not to say he looks like the thing. <laughs> Because, like, you right. know, Joel Edgerton is not, like, an ugly dude. But, like, you know, he's – I don't know. There's just something about him that, like, just screams the thing to me. Right. And uh, he'd obviously be the bigger name. Mm, but For sure. We are in the back weeds. Back to DC. Yes. <laughs> My five officially are Shazam, Wonder Woman 2, Aquaman, Flashpoint, Suicide Squad 2. Fair enough. And then for one final reiteration for me, Wonder Woman 2, Shazam, Flash, Aquaman, and the untitled Reese Batman. There we go. So those are our top five most anticipated DC movies as well as our number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to reiterate, I'm most excited for Shazam just because I think it looks like a fun breath of fresh air movie. You're most excited for Wonder Woman 2 because... It just looks like it's going to continue the emotional story of diana prince yeah so uh let us know what your guys's most anticipated dce movie is you know if it's one of these other movies you didn't mention maybe it's nightwing maybe it's deathstroke because joe Maginello, gareth evans uh wait is that the rogue one guy yep gareth edwards edwards sorry wait wait which one's the rogue one gareth edwards is the director of godzilla and rogue one okay so gareth evans and joe Maginello, deathstroke maybe that's the one that you're just like yeah 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 give me that or maybe it's Michael Bay's Lobo. Whatever it is, let us know what your most anticipated DC movie is. Uh, and share us your thoughts on that as well as what our lists are. Maybe you guys are like, no, you're wrong. Which technically, we're not wrong. These are our opinions. So you could maybe try to sway us in one direction. Like I swayed Josh into getting Shazam higher than I think he was initially going to go. Give us the reasons why Lobo should be number one on everybody's list because it's Michael Bay and it's explosions and it's space and it's motorcycles and cigars and everything. Hover bikes. Hover bikes and whatever. You know, if you can sell us on it, then maybe we'll reconfigure our lists and we'll revisit this topic later on down the road once we have more info on a bunch of these movies. Probably, I would assume, in July we'll Mm -hmm. get updates on a lot of this stuff. But that's all we have for this episode. During our time, we be sure to tell us your thoughts on everything covered by Twins at Friends and Film. You can follow me personally on Twitter at MovieCooper and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me, Josh, at just Joshua Ryan. And we'll be back next week with our review of A Wrinkle in Time, as well as a big question. We haven't determined the topic yet, but I'm hoping to do our best of 2017 list finally, because we haven't done that yet. And That's right. Oscars are going to be done. Uh, they're, they're done by the time you've heard this, so... Uh, Fingers crossed for uh, 
get out best picture amen um but either way we'll be back next week with a big question whether it's our best of 2017 or if it's a completely different topic whatever it is just stay tuned subscribe to the feed you'll get it uh, when it comes out thanks and fortune into the offensive home podcast josh should gareth edwards direct the dc movie and be sure to turn next week for more on that